Hi there, and welcome to the Natural Beauty Podcast. In this podcast, we share all things natural and beauty, such as natural skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind the scenes stories. I am Sato Mäkinen, the founder of both Nordic as well as European Natural Beauty Awards, and I will be your host in diving into these topics. Make sure you click the subscribe or follow button so you won't miss the coming episodes. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Natural Beauty Podcast. Today I will be talking with Estella from the award-nominated Dutch natural cosmetics brand Live Botanics. Live Botanics stands for a new future-proof generation of skincare that combines effectiveness with sustainability and ethics. The ingredients used in the products are not only organic, plant-based and vegan, but also as unprocessed as possible, where possible made from upcycled ingredients, free of water and certified microplastic free. To round up the holistic approach, Live Botanics donates 1% of their annual sales to 1% for the planet. The brand has three products nominated for the European Natural Beauty Awards this year, and in the episode, Estella shares more details about these cosmetics. She also tells how truly green values are what consumers are looking for these days, and even more so going into the future. Super exciting topics indeed, so without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Natural Beauty Podcast, Estella. Thank you for having me here, Sato. Amazing to have you in the show. Um, perhaps we could start from you, and if you would like to share a little bit about yourself to those listeners that don't know you yet, uh, who you are, and what is your brand Live Botanics all about? Yes, of course. I'm Estella, and I'm the founder, uh, and actually also the formulator <laughs> uh, of Live Botanics. Um, Live Botanics originated. Yeah, on a very small scale, actually, just for my own own house. For years, I've I've gathered knowledge, uh, received training before I even started developing the products. I've tested and refined all the formulas I've made, actually down to the smallest details. I started with producing really small batches, mm. and I asked. In the beginning, oh, um, I asked my friends, could you test this? And, and sometimes I gave away a bottle just to to know uh, their opinion and, and if they like it or not. Actually, from the very first beginning, the ones I gave a bottle to uh, reacted with, hmm, oh, this is, this, is, this is great. Oh, it feels really good. Uh, can I have another bottle? Yeah, of course, uh, possible. But uh, I appreciate it very much when you give me a bit more feedback rather than only uh, I like it. Uh, so that was the beginning of the start of, of the test group. The funny thing is, the ones I expected, oh, maybe I get a lot of uh, reactions like, uh, mm, this could be better, that could be better. Well, I even got reactions like, uh, oof. This one is uh, stinking too much uh, to plant. Hmm. Or, yeah, I really, really, really don't like the, the texture or the scent. Or, And I was, oh, okay. And, and then I started to reformulate and again reformulate. Till the test group was happy with, with the product. Yeah, I think it's also due to them and their feedback that the products are, and then the definite formulas, 
is based on their feedback. And of course, I did the formulas, I did uh, the, the refinements of it. And, and my job for myself was to achieve the highest quality. Uh, so I improved and fine-tuned uh, yeah, all those products as long as necessary into what is now is live botanics mm, quite the process you got there oh <laughs> yeah years exactly which kind of products were you testing or is it all the products you have actually went through the the test group all the products um but it started just with a with one of the facial oils the funny thing is that i worked in the very beginning for example with a plant oil a moringa and i love that oil it's a beautiful oil but indeed, the scent of it is, is it's distinctive and you love it or you don't love it. And yeah, unfortunately, it seemed that, well, 80% of my test group didn't love it. So that's why I took it out. Firstly, I lowered the percentages to see if, if that worked. But still, they said, mm, no, we still smell it. Mm, no, no, we don't like it. Yeah, but it's really good for your skin and it has all those benefits. No, sorry, we just don't like it. We want to be honest. And I really appreciated that. And I took it out. So that is basically how I looked for every product. But it started with a facial oil. But then I was thinking, okay, I now have a beautiful blend of, of facial oils with all their uh, specific plant-based benefits. I also wanted to use only organic oils instead of only natural and I wanted them not bleached, not deodorized, or refined, uh, as unprocessed possible to make even more benefit for your skin. But on the same time, I also was thinking that I wanted to, to add something extra, which will adding more. This is one of your questions maybe uh, later on, but when talking now about these, these products, almost every product contain plant-based active normally in the mainstream uh, ingredient section is made or derived from uh, its animal base animal derived or a synthetic version or if you don't know it could be from an uh, from an animal and seeing lip botanics is vegan yeah i wanted to have a plant-based active for it so for the retinol i'm using bakuchol I dived into it, um, looked at all the benefits, and yeah, apparently the benefits and, and uh, yeah, how Bakuchil is working is the same, is exactly the same as a synthetic version. So yeah, why using the synthetic version if you also can use the plant-based form? That was my opinion. So for every uh, product I've tried to search for an alternative in the plant-based form. Exactly. And if we talk a little bit about the products, all the products that you make, congratulations. First of all, being nominated in the European Natural Beauty Awards this year with three of your products. Thank you so much. Would you like to share a little bit about these nominee products? Because they're also a bit different, different from each other. So, Yes, of course. Let me start first with the cleanser. The first version of the cleanser actually was an oil cleanser. But again, uh, which is amazing. Eh? Oil cleansing is an amazing ritual in your, in your skin routine. It helps your skin to become uh, clean. 
to become more healthy and, and um, more balanced. But in my test group, the feedback was, okay, yeah, oil cleansing, hmm. especially those with, with a different skin type were a bit afraid when you do a more combined skin. Those people often say to me, oh, yeah, I'm afraid to, to, to use an oil because um, my skin is already oily. That is a misunderstanding. But, but anyway, that was the feedback. So well, I, w- I was thinking, okay, um, how can I do it differently? And yeah, I came with a formulation for the oil cleanser, which it is right now, which is an oil to milk cleanser. Still, it is oil, but when it comes in contact with water, it's becoming uh, slightly milky and then you can rinse it off or take it off with a wet cotton pad. In this specific product, I've used lighter oils such as rice bran oil and apricot uh, oil and I have extracts in it of uh, chamomile and, and oat all to soothe and calm the skin. So that is uh, about the oil cleanser. And the other nominated uh, product is the Bacchio. The Bacchio is a blend of, of unrefined cold-pressed plant oils, enriched with vitamin E, enriched with Bacchio. And Bacchio is the, um, well, the plant-based alternative. Nowadays you have more plant-based alternatives, but this plant-based alternative works the same as the synthetic retinol. I even have the scientific reports on it. Uh, what I what I found about those reports, I've placed on, on my website as well, under the ingredients section, Bacchio. Yeah, I, I want to inform clients and, and customers also. Oh, that's interesting. There's research being done and, and results as well that you can see. Yes, yes. Actually, for for every ingredient what I'm using, I have tried to research as much as possible. And and what I could find, I've put in uh, under the ingredient section on my website. Because I think it's important to know as a customer what you put on your skin. Not only that a manufacturer or developer or uh, a brand is saying, oh, um, it makes your skin beautiful or it softens your lines and wrinkles. But I think it's also important to know where the ingredients are coming from and how the ingredients are are made of, what they are made from. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah. That is why it also took me quite a long time uh, because I didn't want to make any concessions because... I had a very clear vision on on what I wanted to make and eventually sell. Exactly. But anybody can find deeper information about Bakuchol, but also other ingredients then on on your website as well. Yes, under the ingredients uh, section. And for example, for the eye serum, the luminous eye serum. Yeah, which is the third mini product for the awards as well, yeah. Normally, when you have a moisturizer or a water-based product, yeah, and, and a product for your for your face or your body where water is added most brands are using just distilled water which is cheap and and it's a filler and i wanted to to do it differently i didn't want to use any water at all in my products so that is why i only have just one product which contains water but the water i'm using 
are byproducts. The base of this eye serum is rose water, organic rose water, uh, which is a byproduct when rose oil, rose essential oil is made. Furthermore, it contains in the base aloe vera, also organic aloe vera juice. That is the base. I've enriched it with cucumber extract, extracts of green tea, uh, hibiscus, centella, algae extract. And for this one, I have searched for an alternative for hyaluronic acid. Okay, this is interesting. Yes, this is really interesting because we talked before about that I didn't want to use um, animal-derived or animal-based products uh, or ingredients, sorry. And normally the plant-based version well, as far as I knew, there are synthetic versions of hyaluronic acid and animal-derived versions. So I choose to look for an alternative, and I found that alternative in snow mushroom, uh, which actually is, is basically an alternative, because snow mushroom has the, the benefits uh, that it attracts water and, and uh, it acts and has the same benefits as yeah a synthetic hyaluronic acid mm. yeah that's amazing that we find these kind of alternatives to something that has been used before whether it's synthetic or animal derived or that we find the plant-based alternatives for all this so we don't have to compromise with the results or anything like that but we can make it better and, and more gentle yeah exactly what I also uh, found pretty and, and quite interesting is, is that the, the Tremella fusiformis, the name of that snow mushroom, is, is in, in Asian countries like China, for example. It's an edible beauty mushroom. <laughs> and yeah, and they make supplements of it, anti-aging supplements. So I think it, it is amazing that a plant has so much benefits. Mm. Amazing. Do you have or do you use other interesting new ingredients in maybe perhaps in other your products that you would like to share? Something that you found? Yes, of course. Well, for um, uh, the beauty facial oil, that one is more normal to dry skin. And, and I would say that the bakucho is, is for normal skin, but also for combined skin and even for acne prone skin. Because the ingredient bakuchol is, is really uh, anti-inflammatory, antibacterial. And the blend of plant oils in the bakuchol is made with, with a bit lighter plant oils. So that one dissolves quicker. The beauty is a bit richer. Not really greasy, but it also dissolves quite quick. But it is for the dry skin, for the very sensitive skin, and for the normal skin. What is Beautiful about, to my opinion, is that it is made with upcycled plant oils, blueberry seed oils. I've used uh, blackcurrant seed oil, strawberry seed oil, sea buckthorn seed oil, and uh, sea buckthorn pulp, actually, not the seed, but the pulp. Mm. So all byproducts, which normally uh, are thrown away, and, and in this case, yeah, reused uh, the seeds or the pulp to make beautiful ingredients of it. And in the active, in, in this facial oil, is, is paracress. Other name for paracress is uh, Acmella oleracea. 
much. It is uh, uh, champagne leaf, also a beautiful name. And the benefits of that, that plant is that it eases and releases the facial muscles. Yeah, you, you actually could say it's nature's answer um, yeah, for an aging skin. It, it acts a bit the same like, like Botox treatment, of course, in a different way. But with Botox, also the muscle, uh, the facial muscles are eased and released. Yeah, that is what this ingredient uh, or this active ingredient is in. Mm. Relieving us from our daily stress and, and all that in the modern life, basically. Exactly. Yeah. And all to make benefits if you do suffer from fine lines and wrinkles. Or I have uh, sometimes a question. My skin is really, really sensitive. My skin doesn't have the benefits of, of normal retinol, for example. And not my bakuchol, but normal retinol. Well, then I say, okay, when your skin is really sensitive, you can try the bakuchol. But maybe the beauty is a better alternative. And even for some skin types, when you have really, really sensitive and also combined and also maybe a bit of acne prone it is possible to mix and match the beauty and the bucket chill then you can for example take two drops or three drops of the beauty oil and mix it with one drop of the bucket chill so you have the benefits of a little bit of the bucket chill you have the benefits of the antibacterial, the anti-inflammatory, and on the other hand, you have the benefits of the beauty oil. Yeah, I have customers who, who love love it this way. Oh, this is such a interesting and very good beauty tip, you could say as well, that you can also mix products. Yeah. Of course, it's good to take care of the hygiene and not put one product into another product so that preserving the product and all that doesn't get disturbed. Yeah, that is possible. It's not a selling trick or whatever. It's just for those who are afraid to use retinol. It is a strong active retinol. And in this case, it is not a normal retinol. It is a plant-based retinol, but, but yeah, it helps. And it acts the same, but it is in a softer and milder form than, than the synthetic retinol. Mm, yeah, exactly. And perhaps... A person that is not used to be very creative with their skincare or beauty products may think that, okay, here's one product and this is how you use it. Only this one, whether it's makeup or skincare products or anything. Yeah. So it's beautiful to think that there are different ways that you take another product on your hand and you add other products drops to, to mix it the way you like, whether it's a shade of a makeup or, yeah. or, or this kind of product. So great tip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, would you like to share a little bit about your packaging? It's beautiful packaging that you have. How did you come up with choosing this one? And, and so, yes, of course, before we, 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 go to the packaging i would like to add one more beautiful ingredient which is leading actually in, in all the products and that is camellia seed oil and that oil plays a major role at lip botanics because the oil from the camellia flower well like i said is not used in almost all the products it's also a signature on my packaging Camellia seed oil has, has very powerful skin rejuvenating properties. It moisturizes, uh, it pairs 
for your skin, it hydrates and make your skin very soft. And in Asia also, this oil is an ancient beauty secret. So that is what I also like a lot about it. Then on that packaging, you see on the front, on every front of the, of the, of the boxes, you see the camellia, which is embossed into it. And you also see the camellia at the back because the, the packaging you open at the back. The packaging is different than other packaging boxes because the packaging is also made from a plant, a local plant. The name of the plant is elephant grass. The ground where, where elephant grass grows and lives, it comes back more to life. But the most important thing is that the elephant's grass, when you compare it uh, with a hectare of, of a wood, of a forest, uh, it takes four times more CO2 out of the air. So, yeah, that is already quite beautiful. <laughs> yeah, very sustainable choice if you think about um, the whole cycle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for me, it is sustainable. It is local. So I wanted my packaging made of elephant grass. Uh, but I also wanted, because the brand is, is organic, it's plant-based, it's vegan, and it is sustainable. And I was thinking, okay, how can I put those values as well into the packaging? So the packaging is made without glue, because glue can be animal derived and possibly toxic for me as a person maybe also not sure but but also a possible toxic for our environment yeah the packaging is made without glue it is printed with plant-based ink it is printed at a sustainable dutch printing house with the same values and when you open the packaging at the back uh, you can fold it open and inside you can read a bit about Live Botanics and, and why we want to bring the best of nature to your skin. Uh, but you can also see drawings of, the, of some of the key ingredients. Mm, that is beautiful, interesting. And then you also do have the actual bottles of the products then as well in glass. Yes, and, and sourced in Europe, uh, also local instead of uh, bringing from further away. Bringing from further away because it's cheaper over there. I have tried to do every bit of sustainability where possible. For example, the products are packaged in glass. That glass has a sticker on it. Normally, a sticker is made from plastic. Also a problem. I found a sticker which is made without plastic. Also, on that sticker, you find on the inside... Uh, because uh, you have a see-through, you see the key ingredients uh, which are used in, in the bottle. Oh, that is clever. Yeah, exactly. And are these thoughts, I mean, I can see that you've been really taking into consideration every single part of the product when it comes to your sustainable values, such as from the packaging and the ingredients and and all that. Is this something that you see where you think the industry as a whole is going to the future as the cosmetics industry? I hope so. Mm -hmm. I think so. The way I, I yeah, I told you, I, I don't want to compromise. For example, all the ingredients I'm using, they are not altered, bleached, deodorized, rinderized, or heavily treated with an alkali. I could have 
chosen to use plant oils, just plant oils. But to my opinion, when you heat a plant oil and you heat it too much, you heat also the benefits of that specific plant oil. And then you can, well, you can use um, mineral oil instead. But that is, that is my opinion. Of course, it is more expensive to work with, with organic oils and not only organic, but also cold pressed and uh, from a really high quality. But I think it is really important that if you're, say, as a brand saying and, and, and doing and you have a very clear vision, that you actually do it instead of choosing for a, a cheaper ingredient. And an average consumer is learning what it actually means to have certain ingredients in the products and those ones that want to do better for their skin and for their health and the health of the environment as well. They're starting to learn that things cost also in a different way, that everything is not just water plus certain additions. So yeah, perhaps that changes as well. Yeah. Well, and regarding to pricing, um, yeah, here you can see, to my opinion, um, I wasn't money driven when uh, I have the ideas of, of, of this brand, which could let you to, to, yeah, how do I find Live Botanics? Why did I want to, to create uh, this brand? Well, actually, Liv is the name of my daughter. Oh, beautiful. When she was born, I realized that life, my life, wasn't just about me anymore, of course. But planets wasn't just for my generation. I had a very clear vision of her to grow up in a, in a greener world. Because when I look at her, I, I see the future. Yeah, for her and the generations after her, I wanted a more beautiful and cleaner world um, without greenwashing or brands that mainly focus on the profits instead of the world we live in. A world yeah, which is normal for cosmetic brands to use organic, clean and vegan uh, ingredients and, and mostly to understand the importance of sustainability. That is the core of why I, I started Live Botanics. To change something. Yeah, to make a change, to make a difference. And, and I think you can see Live Botanics as new luxury because when you look at, at the prices as they are right now and what you get, I think you can see it as, 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 as new luxury. Mm, I absolutely agree with this one. And I love to use the tagline that the natural is the luxury of today and tomorrow. Yeah, so I definitely agree with this. Exactly. And, and well, the name live uh, stands for life, of course, in Scandinavian countries and botanics for the extracts, which has been used in the products. Mm. So it's living and giving the life. Yeah. And, and also uh, from the very first moment, okay, I, I now uh, uh, start up a skincare brand. I want to do something back. So that's why I directly joined 1% for the planet. And for me, that, that is very, yeah normal mm. would you like to share a little bit about what they do yeah it's quite a it's a beautiful organization they take care in every specific way and and even uh, because i'm not one of the big brands i've started live botanics just one and a half year ago but i want that that for example after one year, after two years, after three years, that every year uh, they get a no donation. And with a the donation, they will use it 
for the health of our planet, uh, for the health of people. And, and um, yeah, they would like to make impact and actually impact. They, they take care of clean water. They take care of the forests, uh, the rainforests, for example. They look globally where they can make a difference and where they can make impact. Yeah, that's beautiful. So then you can kind of make your impact in in different ways as well at the same time while creating your brand. Exactly. Of course, to take a step back, all the, the products are certified, uh, the Live Botanics products are from the beginning certified free of microplastics because to my opinion, it is insane that there still are cosmetic brands for skin and body care, which contains plastic in it. I mean, Absolutely. It is insane. Well, we're here to change that, right? We are here to change that. And I had a vision of, of seeing Liv with her girlfriends when she was, well, when she not was uh, will in her 20s or 25 and walking into a store, beautiful cosmetic store and, and where she can choose only products which are clean and not only clean for her skin, but also clean for our environment. Mm. That's a beautiful future vision for sure. Mm. Yeah. And, and I really, really hope that that especially the big brands, but also every existing brand will change if they haven't done already. And maybe they start small, but in the end, why not doing it? Mm, and the pressure is coming from all kinds of directions, also from the consumers. So they have more knowledge, luckily. And that is why I have my whole ingredient section. And also with the links I found, if there are some uh, scientific reports, I put it in. I try to, to share as much as information so they... Of course, they, they can choose themselves what they do and if they are interested or not. Um, there was one, only one person in my test group and, and she told me, I'm really sorry, Estella, but, but yeah, I, I still, I don't care if you use plastic. And, and I, I try to explain and convince and I think it's, it's important to do because she also has children and I think that children also need to learn that it's not normal that there is plastic in, 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 yeah, in, in the products but also in their food just to give an example exactly many things to do and of course education is quite a big part yeah. of your, your job as well to educate people what's in the products and why the packaging is chosen this way and everything so hopefully this podcast episode will help with that as well everything is very well explained here as well but if somebody's really excited to hit to your website or learn more about your products or perhaps buy your products, where can they find you and buy your products? Yeah, of course. Well, in Amsterdam, there are uh, physical stores because uh, it's maybe nice to uh, to share. I have my own website, livebotanics.com. Uh, and since a couple of weeks, Live Botanics is available at Skins Cosmetics. Uh, Skins Cosmetics is a Dutch-based boutique retailer and they're specialized in, in high-end and niche beauty and skincare products. And they select each brand with care and specialism with an eye on sustainability as well. They use uh, of finest ingredients, innovation and renewal. 
And yeah, I'm quite proud that uh, that Live Botanics is available there. Mm, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, of course, uh, my own website and on Instagram. Mm. Yeah, of course, social media is easy to contact anybody these days as well. Um, can people order from abroad? Do you deliver also elsewhere than, than the Netherlands? Yes. Oh, I already do. Yes. <laughs> I have a, a lot of countries I ship to. Uh, of course, uh, in Europe, I have orders from, from, from yeah, uh, Germany, France, Spain, uh, Poland, uh, Switzerland, uh, Austria, uh, Italy, UK, US, Canada. So... Yeah, very widely already. Very, yeah, exactly. And yeah, of course, on social media such as in Instagram, it's very easy to contact you as well. And you are Live Botanics there, simply, right? Yeah, just Live Botanics. And uh, yeah, I'm receiving a lot of a lot of DMs with questions or, or uh, could you help me choosing? Um, and I'm more than willing to help anyone who have questions. Mm, always exciting to have the conversation going and also for the educational part to understand more about the, the ingredients and how things work and everything yeah because the future in general of the cosmetics industry i hope really that it will become a lot greener than than the world when we uh, grew up and i hope for more skincare products without microplastics without harmful ingredients for our environment, without water, instead using byproducts like, like I'm doing because of the water scarcity, upcycled ingredients. Um, yeah, that is really what I'm, what I'm hoping for. And of course, beautiful products, but, but not only brands that, that, that think about themselves instead of mm. there is more. <laughs> exactly. And you're already doing it. So congratulations for that as well. Um, you're creating the future. Meanwhile. Exactly. But thank you so much for joining me to this podcast episode today. And I wish you all the best of luck for the awards. Thank you so much. Fingers crossed. And uh, yeah, we will speak. We will speak soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Natural Beauty Podcast. Make sure you have subscribed or you follow the podcast so you won't miss the coming episodes. If you know someone that would love to know more about the subjects that we discuss in this podcast, please share this episode. We will keep sharing all things natural and beauty, such as natural skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. Join the conversation on our social media channels, on Instagram and Facebook at European Natural Beauty Awards and at Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, as well as on LinkedIn at Natural Beauty Directory. Until next week, bye-bye! Thank you.